welcome to the Yoga Focus Podcast. My name is Laura Gellner, and I am a yoga therapist and occupational therapist based in New Jersey. I created the Yoga Focus Podcast as a way to talk about the tools and techniques of yoga and to see how we can use those techniques to create a greater sense of focus and clarity within our life. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Yoga Focus podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about this yoga whiteboard that has a kind of division on here talking about two different ways of looking at the concept of impermanence. This idea that everything is always changing, there's always fluctuations in things. And this, for many of us, is really a source of suffering in our life because we tend to want to get things a certain way and then keep them that certain way, but that's impossible. So it brings up this experience of suffering because we can't keep it exactly the way that we want it. The opposite side of that is when we recognize the impermanence of everything, that everything is changing, it can help us to really settle on this feeling of gratitude that when you do have that experience that is enjoyable, that you're soaking that in because you know it's not going to last forever, that it's going to change, and to Look at the things in your life, look at the people in your life, the experiences in your life with fresh eyes every time you get to see it. Even if it's the same job that you've had for 10 years and you're walking in that day or the same partner that you've had for many, many years, every time you interact with that person or that experience, it's going to be slightly different. We like to categorize things and we do this with yoga postures too your brain will do this when you're in a pose that you've done many times like warrior two sometimes our brain checks out because there's this, this experience of yeah i know this i'm gonna think about something else or um almost like a little bit of boredom that it's the same old same old even though that's a a very superficial analysis of what it is, because we know that it's not the same as the last warrior two that you did. Maybe that was yesterday, maybe it was 24 hours ago, but 24 hours of change has happened since the last time you did that warrior two. You've have, you really have a different body from 24 hours ago. It's subtle, but it's different. You've aged, you've had all those experiences, you've Maybe had some stress that's clinging to you from those experiences, or maybe you feel more relaxed because of the experiences that you've had. So there's always that ability to look at those things with fresh eyes, with curiosity. I love that word in our practice and in our life, to bring a sense of curiosity to it of, well, what is my experience going to be? How can I seek out those little subtle changes because of that change, because I recognize the impermanence in everything. 
whenever I talk about the topic of change and impermanence, I have a couple examples that I really like to use. And actually right about this time of year is when <laughs> this always comes up for me. So it's um, August right now and I love summer. It's my favorite time of year. I feel the most alive. I feel the most relaxed. I love the heat. I love being able to be outside and eating my meals outside. And just that whole experience really does good things for me. So winter is kind of the opposite of that, which I think it is for a lot of people. Winter is a struggle for me. My body doesn't feel that good. I'm always tired. Um, I don't feel like practicing as much and I really, really miss that time that I would usually spend outside, I get a lot of cabin fever. So that transition from season to season is a time when I feel this resistance coming up that as soon as it starts to get a little bit crisp or as soon as some of the leaves start to fall off the trees, I have this feeling of no, that resistance immediately comes up that I don't want summer to end and of course, there's absolutely nothing that I can do about that. The seasons are always going to change and I can either accept that as this process of impermanence unfolding throughout the seasons or I can try to grasp and experience the suffering that comes from grasping. In yoga, we talk about the five kleshas, the five root causes of suffering, and two of them that are really evident in this particular topic are raga. So raga is our tendency to grasp and want to hold on to things that we judge to be good or beneficial to us. For me, it would be summer. Devesha is aversion. Devesha is wanting to push things away that we judge to be negative. And a lot of that comes from our own assessment of that thing. There's a judgment basis there. So if I judge something to be positive or negative, I would decide if I want to cling to it or if I want to push it away. But in both of those experiences, suffering is going to rise up because like the example of the changing seasons it's going to happen whether I want it to or not whether I try to cling or try to push it away the seasons are going to change and I just have to go along for that ride so it is definitely always a challenge for me but every year I try to reground myself on this end of the spectrum thinking about looking at that experience of transition as impermanence unfolding in my daily life and trying to allow myself to be open and to move along with that change. But also thinking about that during the summer when there's a tendency to really get super busy and to cram things into your schedule. And the summer goes so fast because we try to do so many things in that time that you don't get to soak in that experience of it actually being summer, that thing that you enjoy so much. 
So there's where we loop back around to constantly re-grounding yourself in that gratitude of the experience that you're having at that moment. When I get to eat my meals outside, when I get to walk Redford twice a day because he doesn't like being outside in the winter either. So in the summer we go for a lot more walks and we get to sit outside and have coffee and things like that. So making sure that I'm really soaking that experience in without trying to grasp at it. Just letting myself be immersed in that experience when it's there. But also making decisions, managing my schedule so that it doesn't get crazy, which is a constant challenge for me. I tend to get excited, try to overfill my plate, and then things get hectic and I feel scattered. So that is my own practice of trying to leave some spaces so that I can settle and step back and get to experience whatever it is that comes with that season. In the winter, that would be getting to spend more time on the couch reading my book, drinking tea. Um, my work schedule is a little bit slower. I get to spend more time with Redford at home. Um, so it's, it's good in different ways, and I need to try to focus on that experience of gratitude no matter what the situation is. There's this split here on the board where when we're talking about impermanence and we're talking about resistance to that change and it brings up suffering. So that clinging or that pushing away. And then on the opposite side of the board, we have approaching those changes with curiosity, trying to always remind yourself to look at things with fresh eyes, even when it's something you think, oh, I know this. There's always something new to see, new to experience. But then coming down here to being open to that change, just constantly reminding yourself that things are always changing and to be adaptable. There was a TED talk that I watched a few years ago that said the most important skill that you can have in your life is the ability to adapt to changing circumstances. That single skill of being adaptable is more important than anything else because there's always going to be changes, new jobs, different relationships. We go through so many different life changes within the span of everything that we experience that if we are not able to adapt to those changes, our experience of suffering will be enormous. There'll be so much more struggle. Whereas if we're able to move and adapt, that experience of suffering can really um, be managed in that experience. But trying to look at whenever something happens, whenever something changes, that that's your opportunity to work on your skill of being adaptable. This whole topic really came to me because this is the book that I'm reading right now. It's a very well-known book, When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. And the subtext of that is heartfelt advice for difficult times. And this is a, a very deep book. I think I've been reading it for about two months now and I'm 
I'm maybe halfway through because it's broken up to these small chapters, just a couple pages at a time, but the topics that are discussed in each of those chapters are explained very simply. It's written in clear, plain language, but so many of the concepts in here are so opposite of our normal tendencies and what we're taught in modern culture that it takes a while to really digest and try to assimilate that information. But the chapter that I had read a couple weeks ago was talking about impermanence and how we struggle against those changes and how that brings up suffering. So that was my inspiration in creating this yoga board. One of the things that I gave my students for homework after this practice was to look at different things in your life that can help you to really see the process of impermanence unfolding. In our yoga practice, I like to focus on the constant movement of the breath and the constant movement of the heartbeat. And the heartbeat is always regulating itself, shifting its rhythm up slightly or down slightly depending on what's needed for that situation. And the breath is doing the same thing. It's changing, it's adapting to whatever demands are presented to it, whether we're running or we're sleeping, you're going to have a very different breath pattern and heart rate. One of the things that we often do in yoga class that I think highlights this experience of change is chanting OM. This constant change of sound as you go through the OM and then it trails off into silence. We also use singing bowls at the yoga studio and whether you circle around the bowl to make it sing or sometimes I'll just tap the bowl to bring the students out of Shavasana, you're concentrating on that sound and if you really listen carefully to the sound of the bowl, it changes constantly. It fades and fades and fades until it goes into that silence. There's this constant change throughout that sound. And that's a little reminder to us that the same thing is unfolding everywhere around us, that constant change. Sometimes it's more obvious. Sometimes it happens in a shorter period of time. Sometimes that change is more subtle and it's experienced over a longer period of time. So we might not notice it unless we're looking for it. One of the really big examples of impermanence and how we struggle against that in our culture is aging. We have collectively decided as a culture that it's good to be 23 and any older than 23, not as desirable. And we know that that's just a losing battle if we want to struggle against the wrinkles and the gray hair and the sagging skin and all those things that naturally come with age. But sure enough, there's many, many, many companies that will sell us things to try to slow down that process. Um, but we know it's something that is going to happen inevitably. And we have this choice between looking at aging 
as an experience of our body being very impermanent, very changing. We can grasp at it and we can try really hard to keep it exactly the way it is. Just like sometimes I wanna glue the leaves back on the trees, like I could stop the change of seasons. But that struggling against something that is completely out of your control brings up this unnecessary feeling of helplessness um, when we can start to reorient ourselves over to the other side of every day looking at yourself and saying, okay, this is the new version of me today. It's different than it was yesterday and it's different than it was the day before that. And the body is a day older, but I also have another day of experiences. So it's a, the whole experience of that, what we would perceive or judge to be the good and the bad of that comes together for that complete experience of change. So the next time that you look in the mirror and you find an extra gray hair and um, have all sorts of thoughts that bubble up, just think about that. This is my experience of impermanence today. This is my little reminder that I am changing every single day. Sometimes I might not notice it. Sometimes I might struggle against it, but it's happening nonetheless. So I can choose to make that an experience of gratitude, that I'm grateful for the way that my body is right now in this moment. So I hope that our discussion on impermanence was helpful to you and you can let me know what examples do you see within your daily life of how impermanence is unfolding around you. Thank you so much for being here. for joining me in this episode of the yoga focus podcast if you'd like to leave me a comment or a question you can go over to my youtube channel at laura g yoga and leave a comment under the video format of the podcast or you can go on to my instagram which is also at laura g yoga and leave me a question or send me a direct message on there if you want to ask a question for a future podcast topic Go over to the Anchor app on your phone and you'll have an option on there to send me a voice message and you might be featured in a future episode. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of the podcast. I just wanted to talk to you guys about the book that I released in June of 2019, which is called Yoga Therapy at the Wall. I've worked on this book for the past three years to create all of the pictures and all of the information in here. It's 162 pages and it's a full color manual. The chapters are broken down by body parts that we focus on using the wall to help us learn about different movement patterns and how to change some of the yoga postures to have a specific therapeutic focus. And you can really start to understand when you look at the book why I feel like the wall is the most underutilized prop that we have in yoga. We kind of forget about these things that we have all around us and that we almost always have access to a wall to utilize in the practice. So. 
this manual will give you a ton of ideas to expand and start to utilize the wall as a prop. If you're interested in ordering, you can get the printed version on lulu.com. Um, you can either take the link in the show notes or you can go on Lulu and look up yoga therapy at the wall. There's also a digital download option, but for that you have to go on Etsy. And my Etsy store is Healthy Focus by Laura G. Or you can just search yoga therapy at the wall. Thanks. Hope you enjoy it.